Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. It's Mike Lee. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tonight, obviously, we're looking back at the wonderful performance against Everton yesterday and looking forward to the Millwall game coming up in the FA Cup quarterfinal. Uh, joining me, two stalwarts of the show, uh, returning this season. Firstly, the broadcaster, the host of Breakfast Show on Smooth and the Football on LBC, Mr. Russ Williams. Hello, Mike. Nice Hello, everyone. You. Thank you very much for joining us again, Russ. Well, thank you for inviting well, me. Always, and I come a after a win. It's nice. Which is good, isn't it? Yeah, always. Because normally it's yeah. miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And also joining us is the uh, Spurs through and through and co-author of the wonderful uh, Ghost of White Hart Lane book from a couple of years ago. If you haven't bought that yet, really, just, just go on Amazon now, buy it. It's as simple as that. Mr. Rob White returns. Good evening, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Good, very well, it's been yeah. a while, hasn't it? Yeah, last it's been, uh, it was towards the start of the, the, start of the season, I think yeah, it was that's around. Right, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. It's been, flown by. Been busy. Good. Yeah. Any more books coming out anymore? Well, it's funny enough, funny you should mention that, Mike. Good. Yeah. I like no, I, 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 plug in early. I'm not sure if you're aware, probably are, if you're social media, but I did contribute to The Lane, which is the... Um, the fabulous yes. uh, sort of hom- homage to uh, White Hart Lane. Great book. So I've got uh, about six or seven or eight pages at the back, which, oh, okay. is, which is essentially I managed to talk um, the powers that be into it being important to record our crappy breeze box blocks and rusted paint and um, plastic seats. Mm. So I've done I've done a bit of the back. Um, obviously, I'm a photographer. That's what yeah. I do. I was lucky enough um, that they they saw what I wanted to do and they bought into it. So I've actually got great. I've got some pictures of the the corner of the northeast stand. I got the about two weeks before it went. Right. Um, I actually got some exterior shots of that. But there's yeah, there's some nice. Uh, even though I do so to myself, there's some really nice stuff, and it, I think it resonates if you're. Mm. 
if you're a fan and you've been going a lot, it's it, it's stenciled numbers that have been stenciled a hundred times and worn bits of steps. It's stuff that just gets my brain. That's what I do. So there we go. But that's not all what all, all that I've been doing. But that was part of what I've been Good. doing. Good, sort of Spurs related. Exactly. Stuff. Brilliant. Well, look, uh, well, just very, very quickly before we talk about uh, the Everton game, just, um, just in case you, you haven't listened to the last few shows, we've got our live show on Wednesday, May the 10th, which is normally end of season, but it's actually before the end of the season. It's certainly before the, uh, our last game against United, which will be on the probably the 13th or 14th of May. It's at the 100 Club, and our special guest is Expos manager Harry Redknapp. So it's going to be a wonderful night. Uh, tickets, I'm not, I've literally, we've sold half of them already, and it's not till May. So get a move on live.spurshow.net give me quite a night of memories with Harry Redknapp right Everton what a result so um, just a couple of stats before Russ where you can uh, kick us off Um, it is now with that win against Everton it's our best league home record since the 1964-65 season which I looked up today where we won all but one of our games uh, and in typical Spurs style that season, we still only finished sixth. <laughs> like, like, a bit like this season would be higher if it wasn't, for, wasn't so good away. Uh, obviously, it's our best run of home games, nine straight wins in the Premier League history. Um, tough game, Everton. Yeah. Uh, a great win, great performance. Yeah, um, they're up and coming. Koeman was saying that really they would like to be Spurs mm. in terms of where Spurs are with their dev- development at the moment. Um, yeah, um, look, two goals from Harry could have had a hat-trick. Lovely finish by Dali Alley. The conceding of the goals, you couldn't, you know, Jan Vertonghen fell over. I mean, the game is so fast. Mm. It's going to happen occasionally. Mm. But the uh, second goal, where there was that nervous minute at the end, like, oh, no. <laughs> like, it was four minutes. Was it four minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four minutes I think it was about a minute, minute and a half. Oh, no. Everyone was going, no, surely not, not you know. But um, that was poor. That was Eric Dyer, I think, going to sleep. Um, and I don't think he's been that good this season for us, actually, Eric. I think he's mm. been a little bit below what we yeah. enjoyed last season. Just an, a personal opinion, that's all. But look, a great win. If only we picked up a few more points away from home, we'd be even closer to that odd mm. club from uh, yeah. West London. I mean, Rob, what was interesting is I thought was seeing, you know, again, we had the same formation, the, the three, three centre-halves. But it was interesting seeing Everton change their normal thing and brought, um, actually a Spurs fan, what's his name? Into the middle. His name's gone now. Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They brought him in to sort of try and nullify our midfield and have a bit of steel in there. Mm-hmm. And that was almost, you know, quite, you know, you know, praised for what we're doing to go, we need to win this battle. And I must admit, before the game, when I saw the lineup, I thought, it's going to be tough. They're going to be sort of closing us down. We've got to have a bit of brilliance and all that. But that first half, I mean, from the Harry goal onwards, yeah, yeah. was magnificent, wasn't it, that half? I mean, he could have had a hat-trick in the, in the, in the first half. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was some of the best football I've seen this season at Wild Lane. And, and, you know, we've seen some good football. And as somebody said to me afterwards, you know, it's um, probably West... I thought West Brom the first half was superb. Yes, it was. But when you look at the quality of Everton yeah, compared to West Brom, it's a completely different level. I was yeah. actually quite disappointed in Everton, actually, yesterday. Mm. Up until about 60 minutes when Barkley probably remembered that Spurs might be interested in buying him and mm. he started playing. Up until that point, I, I, you know, I thought we were really, really in control. Absolutely, um, but, I don't, but I think I, mean, I, I just don't think we gave them any time on the ball. I mean, our closing down—they were like a second behind everything. I thought. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, agree. <clears throat> uh, I, I also think you've always got a chance when the 
opposition manager turns up looking like a coach driver, which um, <laughs> Kuman did with his. He had that pale blue jumper on yeah. and, and, and then a tie, and it, you, yeah, it gives you a bit of a start. Mm. This, you know, no, it's brilliant. But I mean, we'll talk about how he came for, for a moment yes. because it was a, a brilliant goal out of nothing. And obviously, there's so many stats in in, in the papers today, but. You know, as well as the club, as long as the team having the most shots in the Premier League so far this season, obviously Kane's now current top scorer. And Kane Alley, between them in, in this year, calendar year, scored 18 goals between them. And the, since the 2014-15 season, Kane is top scorer of the Premier League with 65 goals. How good, gentlemen, do you think he is? I think, I was trying to look back at the Berbatovs and the Keens and the yeah. Defoes, but I'm going to say he's consistently better than them. I think, to me, he's our most consistent scorer of headed goals, goals outside the box. Dare I see since Martin Chivers? Um, you could be right. Um, for me, he's a very, very good player. I'm not quite years sure old. at the moment mm. that he's world-classed. That's not to say that he can't get there. Obviously, mm. we know that he doesn't have a great deal of pace. But what he does have is a nose for goal. And let's be honest, how many times, even this season, particularly in away games, have we watched Spurs and thought, just give the ball to Harry. At least mm. you know he's going to have a shot. Mm. I can say, Sunderland, I mean, Deli Alley and Harry didn't even have a shot between them yeah. uh, in that game. And there was another one shortly, a couple of weeks later. That is the concern that the team at home play a lot better than they do away. And last year, actually, we played really well away from yeah. home as well. Mm. Um, so my only concern is with him if he doesn't get the ball he isn't going to score it sounds blindingly obvious but mm. sometimes we we don't seem to recognize that particularly away from home and that's the concern that if we don't for me uh, pick up more points away from home is this a team that can grind out a win when you're not playing well but with this new, with the new with the, i don't know but this new formation with the, with the three at the back gives us a bit more space and what i thought mm -hmm. with the first goal was he dropped quite deep i mean when he got the ball, he was, what, 40, 45 yards out? The shot was at least 25 yards out when you look at, when you look at you know, over a few times. And that's the difference. You know, he's not a sort of Lineker, just a goal poach or whatever. There's famous Jimmy Greaves goals. There's the famous ones against Man United when he picks the ball up at the halfway line. Okay, he didn't go as far back as the halfway line, but he's certainly dropping deep to get the ball, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. And he's brought that to his game, I think. And he's either foot, it seems to be at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought the... The chance he had just after he scored to score the oh, second goal. That, that was a bit when he should have hit it and he didn't. He yeah, took it on it, again. It was still sublime the way, yeah. you know, for somebody that's supposedly, well, a one-season wonder, but supposedly <laughs> people are still still wondering whether he's the real deal. And oh. you see skill like that. Mm. It, it just seemed to me absolutely phenomenal. I don't think you can wonder anymore. I mean, it's three. It's going to be three seasons in a row. He's got 20-plus goals in the, in, the, in the league, which absolutely. again, yeah. no one's done that since Jimmy Greaves. Yeah. I mean, that in itself is... <laughs> it's extraordinary, really. But I think you think what, about the strikers that you've had between yeah. then. I think what you what you were sort of saying was essentially he can he can do everything at the moment. Yeah. He can, and it's you know it's not just that he's having a fantastic season. This is the mm. third season, but it's it's the tap ins, the, the goals he scored against Fulham. Yeah, um, mm. you know they, they were they were great goals from six yards, or, yeah. or two of them were. Um, yeah, so he's he's amazing at the moment. But the service was good. Yes, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I go back to the point that you've you've got to give him the ball. What was the game where Trippier played uh, at right back? And um, was it Watford? It was Watford. Two beautiful crosses from Trippier. Mm, yeah. I, yes, yeah. I really like him. Mm. I think a lot of Spurs fans just had 
digress a little bit at the moment you know they're going oh, Ben Davis is no had uh, his best game in his first yeah I, I, I think yeah. he did I thought he was terrific not probably not saying much but, <laughs> but, but I think he played much he, much better because he's played every week though yeah, yeah. That's the exactly thing. you bet into a, a, a football team yeah. uh, absolutely and the manager obviously rates mm. him because yeah, he, he, he's talking he, of a new contract but he isn't um, a Danny Rose for no. a lot of Spurs fans and mm. I think that that is probably right but if Kyle Walker mm. Uh, forget the speed, but just the technical side of playing football. If Trippier was in there, I don't think a lot of Spurs mm. fans would actually moan too much. No, they'd, be, they'd be happier, I yeah, think, yeah. with Trippier at right back than Ben Davis at left back. Well, that may be changing. You know, know, but also it was great to see. Um, again, we, we seem. What, what I love about this season, we seem to be getting the goals at the right time. That goal, that get the first goal came at the right time. It was wondering where you thought, are we going to get this? And then the second goal again was just the right time to like brilliant closing down again yep. by us which you know over the last few years under Pochettino we've done maybe not as much as we should have done but it was you know great steal won the ball again a really good finish I know the keeper kind of helped the keeper sort of came out and committed himself but at 2-0 I mean we were cruising weren't we yeah, it did. It didn't until the slip. It didn't look like. Mm. I, I think. Uh, well, it's the first goal Lukaku scored against Tottenham, isn't it? That's yeah. right. And I think Vertonghen and uh, obviously Vertonghen and Toby know him so well. Yeah. Um, that actually they seemed to not not they, they didn't seem to there wasn't a problem. And actually the the because the goal was scored at my end, that goal. Mm. And I think Lloris was crossed that he didn't get to the ball. Because mm. uh, he hits the ground afterwards, he yeah. did get a hand, he to, got it hand just, to it. But didn't he? Yeah. you know, it's the sort of thing we've seen Lloris save mm. time and time again in the last few seasons. Yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, it was great, Russ. If I could just pick you up on one thing, yeah, you can. And I know you said it's a personal thing. I think I think Dyer, I agree with you. We've not seen the best out of him. I think the problem is that he's been asked to do so many different roles. Yeah, this maybe, year. maybe. Um, and but that's diluted his again. He's a young guy. To last season, um, yeah. and up until a few weeks ago, very contrary to popular opinion. I was wondering whether I was I was I think Wanyama is fantastic, but I was wondering whether Wanyama um, doesn't offer all that Dyer offered last year, which is that that thing of going forward. Yeah, and I think sometimes what Fair happens point. is Dembele plays dark, <laughs> deep, Wanyama plays deep. But yeah, so so I I, I agreed, but but that's that would be my excuse for for Dyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Don't uh, look. United allegedly are after him for thirty-five million. If you believe the paper talk, and Lord knows they tell some porkies sometimes. Yes. But um, look, he's a very good player, and I think you make a good point there, Rob, that he has been asked to play in a couple of different positions. And last year he was allowed to play, but last year, of course, at this time he had Kevin Vimmer, who was playing out of his skin mm. when Yam was was in, injured. So uh, you know he but, he probably had a slightly easier job. Mm. But I think it's a good thing whereby whenever we get these good home wins, certain fans go, "Well, the opposition." weren't great or West Brom or Stoke weren't good you know I just think we're, we're, we're just wiping the floor with them I mean yeah. Everton are 7th in the league unbeaten in 9 games some really good players players that have been quite a few okay, a few come in but certain um, veteran players that have been there a long time and I just think to okay 3-2 was a weird result it should have been an easy 2-0 maybe 3-0 yeah. win maybe more the, the result flattered them let's be absolutely. honest absolutely but, but he took over a mess from Martinez, yeah. I mean the man who, if, if Everton had been been beaten five nil, you know everything. Oh, the players play well, everything is fine here yeah. at Everton. He was one of those happy-go-lucky mm. talking nonsense managers. Mm. Um, so he's had to come in, <coughs> excuse me, and um, and rebuild and introduce mm. some younger players. Mm. I mean, not dissimilar to what Maurizio yeah. Pochettino did with us, you know, two and mm. a bit years ago. So 
I think they're, they're big, not that this is not an Everton podcast, but I think their big danger is they could lose Ronald Koeman to Barcelona. And I think they're terrified about it, Ever, Everton. Fans. Well, Coleman linked and obviously, uh, yeah. Koeman links, and obviously our manager is, is, yeah. is now being linked no, with them as well. Never. Never. Well, he's, he never say never, never football. He wouldn't go to Barcelona. Never say never in football. It'd be Someone else he's Spurs up. manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the other thing about yesterday was it was, it, I was talking to a United fan afterwards who was saying, yeah, you know, you should have been 2 3 4 0. That, that should have been the game. And yeah, mm. it should have been. But actually, it was quite nice and refreshing. So the touches of the old Spurs coming oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> they were refreshing. All, all we needed was Anthony My Gale. heart 2-1. And when that ball came over and Louis headed it, <laughs> and it hit the guy and it could have gone anywhere, I was like, I don't believe. Why do they do it to us? We're oh. sitting there cruising nice and easy and all of a sudden, bang, oh no, here we go. All we needed was Anthony Gardner <coughs> and it would have been 3 <coughs> yeah, yeah, Anthony Gardner. <laughs> you know, but look, there lies the difference with this team that... that you know, in previous years, we would have folded there and it would have been two all leaving that ground going, can't believe we dropped two points yeah, yeah. there. Mm. That's the difference. But kind of, you know, there was a little bit of hesitancy in the crowd. And those 130 games kill the atmosphere, don't they? Mm. There's something about having to leave the season, house I, I, sort I, of 11, half 11 or Sunday. I just I think, think it's a really good this year. Not just Spurs. The early games, you mm. know, you tune in Saturday and it's Man United yeah. versus West Bromer or whoever it is. I think that they've been more exciting. They mm. used to be like, you know, wakes, didn't they? Yeah. But, what's, but watching, I was watching the sort of looking back today at the sort of highlights of the, the sort of whole Sky thing. So they, they had Sooness coming who else now and whatever. Um, well, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was Jamie Redknapp. Redknapp. Yeah. And they did it from, um, we'll call it main mode, from the City of Manchester Stadium, the four o'clock game. And no, virtually, for the beginning Sun- of the Sunday, Sunderland, sorry, Sunderland, yeah. they virtually, even for the top before our game, were talking more about Man City and Man City than it was like, on the first game is Tottenham. And it was just like, even now, this bias <laughs> towards some of these big northern teams. Yeah. We were like the, the little game. It was Tottenham v Everton yeah, yeah. against a really poor, hopefully going to be relegated Sunderland against Man City. You know, a team bought with 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 oil money. I mean, did, it's did they not recognise that if Tottenham won, they would definitely be second in the Premier League, irrespective of what City would do at Sunderland if they won? I know, and that's the way it is now. They play Stoke, don't they? On Wednesday, got Stoke on Wednesday, their game in hand. Yeah, but it's a pep loving, isn't it? You know, there's only one team that journalists like to write about, mostly in in North London, and it isn't Spurs, and mm. it's wrong. Well, I mean, talking about that, it's lovely. Hopefully, the the, the, the imploding we're seeing down the road. Be careful what you wish for. I'm not going to sort of make predictions, but at the moment, as we stand, well, they've got a game in hand. We're six points ahead of them with better goal difference. Unlike last season, when we had that awful mad wop and all that, you hope that we've learned from that and we are a stronger, better team. And you look at the running we've got this yeah. season with the games coming up, and we've still got them to come to ours. Yeah, yeah. There's never been a better chance, really, than to sort of really put a marker down this season. I Do think you... they're in a worse place than, than, oh, we, than, than we are. Than, absolute... than they were last season, I mean. Oh, without a doubt. There's a mess yeah, yeah. going on. This whole Sanchez stuff. It's hilarious, isn't it? It is. It's, it's incredible. So he's, he's well, they shook hands today at yeah. the start of training. Well, I think, I think, they, I think they, everybody does that. I think it's the press again, twisting things. I think at Arsenal it's quite formal, and I would assume that mm. Mr. Wenger makes them shake hands yeah. the first thing in the morning. Well, the thing that I thought, I don't know about you guys, all the papers carried pretty much the same story, certainly the Red Tops. Mm. That's the club feeding the press with the same story. They don't all print the same story unless somebody at Arsenal mm. has has not yeah. told them. Of course they have. Mm. So does that mean that they've come out Arsenal in support of Wenger 
and hung oh, Sanchez all. out to dry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they pretty much yeah, said that he's happy, difficult, is. and thrown his prams. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, thrown his, well, he's going to stay out the toys. Toys out the pram. <laughs> prams out the toy. Exactly. Thank so Sanchez training. Out. Terrible. It's uh, one, it wonderful to see. And I, mean, I, I did obviously watch their game against Liverpool, who wiped the floor with us in fairness. But they were awful. I mean, you know, they really, really were poor. Yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. a thought. Should we put a cheeky bid in for Sanchez? <laughs> it was a great Why not? <coughs> I mean, he's a great player. <laughs> is Levy going to pull up two and a half, fifty thousand pounds a week? I mean, clearly something had gone on because Wenger said, didn't he, uh, in the post-match interview, um, they, they said, oh, Alexis Sanchez uh, injured. Why do you, I wanted to play a more direct style. Mm. He's the most direct player they've got pretty yeah. much. Which, which showed when he came on. And the second half uh, yeah. proved to be the case. Yeah. No, it was but, wonderful. But it is lovely. The implosion is a beautiful thing. It is a great thing. Um, right, um... Before we look forward to the uh, FA Cup game, here's a quick break. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? I will know. That's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And we're back in the room. Um, right, just before we discuss next Sunday's game, don't forget all our links uh, to our free iPhone, Android app, Android apps, and our Facebook group and our Twitter feeds and all our back catalogue. Everything's at spurshow.net. Right, Sunday, two o'clock, Tottenham versus Millwall. Uh, oh, talk about, you mentioned there, Russ, about horrible clubs yeah. and fans. I mean, yeah. Chelsea, Millwall, I mean, really, they're that, you know. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, we don't have to play that too many times. No. Um, but it's going to be, unless there's some weird extension, it'll be the last FA Cup tie at White Hart Lane. What a great one to go out on. Yeah. A game that on paper we should win. Should do. Um, do you think, Rob, he'll, he'll now, now it's one game a week effectively. Yeah. Do you think now it's no messing about? Yeah, I think that the strongest Fulham, teams. Fulham game yeah. illustrated that. Uh, I, I, you wonder whether Toby and, and Jan, you know, the strained people, Mm-hmm. Um, m- might get a rest one of, the, one of the two of them might I hope not I hope he just goes with it completely now because mm. um, I think we need that I could, and Millwall are going well Millwall are on a really good run uh, or they were and I don't know what happened to the, the, the weekend I think they won they won now I think yeah they they're on a <coughs> I think they've won, lost one game this year mm. um, yeah so but I, I yeah I, I firmly believe he'll, he'll put a very strong team out um, yeah that's it I'm not looking forward to it I must say Mike I, I, I really, you know, like I, I thought long and hard actually before. I really, yeah, because I'm I'm Park Lane and my I'm Block Thirty Four. Oh, uh, Park Lane, I'm right next. To I them. have literally, usually, it's a one seat, which is Chris, oh, my mate, and then it becomes that funny, the away fans. Oh, so no, usually it's it's sort of YTS kids in Parkers that are acting as stewards. Yeah, apparently this this time, <laughs> this time they are uh, they're creating a bigger a, a bigger um, seating gap. Right. I've spoken to Kat about this at the, the trust. Um, 
Yeah, so they're creating a bigger seating gap. They're having proper policing in there and <laughs> stewarding. Who knows? Who knows? But because um, we try to cut the allocation, but we're not. I think they're getting. Well, they they turn. I think it was two and a half. No, I think they're getting three, three, six. Oh, four. is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're getting the normal allocation they allow for the big FA Cup. Crowd. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I, I think Rob's right. We should be optimistic about it. If the Premier League Tottenham turn up, we'll be fine. If the Europa mm. League Champions League Spurs turn mm. up, it could be an nervy afternoon. There is absolutely no way at home in, in any competition Spurs should mm. lose to Millwall. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> did you go to the Wickham game? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but, but he didn't play. True, true. But he look, play they still I think won. he knows now. You can't play those reserve players in games like this because we'll get turnover. Yeah, yeah. As you said, put the strongest team out or yeah. even there's no Toby and we Vimmer and whatever, but that new that system with three in the back now, yeah. bombing forward. You know, maybe, as you mentioned before, even no walk and bring in Trippier or whatever. Yeah. You know, but you're not going to mess around with that forward three, four up front and everything, are you? No. Let them worry that's about what that. Gonna, that's, that's the thing. And the semi-finals, dare to dream... Uh, to use a phrase, I mean, they could be amazing, couldn't they? Could be them, us, well, Chelsea looking, or United well, you, and Man City. Looking at the other Hopefully games, Lincoln will be in mm, there. Be it's nice. going to be probably be us, Chelsea, Arsenal and Man City. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. You know, so and out of those FA four, Wembley, who would you want out of those four in a semi-final? Tough, isn't it? Yeah, probably uh, difficult City. Yeah. Possibly, I'd, I, yeah, it's, it's really hard, really hard to call, actually. Yeah, um, I think I'd probably want City or Chelsea. Yeah, I think in a semi, I think we could do them. I mean, we we, we owe them over the League Cup a couple of years ago, mm. and the game you know? before that as well. I don't think we'll do another Arsenal semi final. We've had what three with them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, one famously won the first one, lost the next two. Yeah, I was there. Um, can you imagine Tottenham Arsenal final? Yeah. Oh, let's not let's not, let's <laughs> yeah. not figure ahead of ourselves. Let's beat Millwall we're going first. Too, exactly, going yeah. too far ahead of ourselves. Let's win on win on Sunday yes, first. Indeed, you know. So predictions for Sunday, Russ? I think three one Spurs. Oh, we can see. Yeah, you yeah m- penalty, jammy penalty. Yeah, I can see yeah, that now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep the peace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I think um, it. Uh, We'll, we'll either win really easily or it'll be a, it'll be a draw and it goes to extra time. Oh. It goes to extra time and penalties, doesn't it? This, Does it? Yeah, yeah. yeah quarterfinals? There's no yep. replays no now. Replay. Quarterfinals. So one of them has got to be... One of them has I got, never knew that. Yeah, but there shouldn't be any replays. One of them the will FA go Cup. to penalties. You can guarantee it because it's the first year it will happen. Yeah. I didn't realise that. We don't want to do but So rounds of four were replays, but yes. for the quarterfinal, it's, what, it's... No replays. That's it. It's wow. got, uh, all, all, obviously, everything has got to be played to a that conclusion. That makes it more interesting, isn't it? it? Certain games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Although we should embrace the replay, of course, because we won an FA Cup final replay very famously against Manchester one, one, City. Two. Two. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. QPR and 82 as well. The City one was the one. Yeah, that's the, 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 the QPR 82 replay was oh, a it was terrible game. game. Yeah. Both games were quite poor yeah, yeah, from memory. Were. Well, that one particularly. You not, know? not good. Terry Fennick scored against us, you Tony Fennick scored for QPR on the first yeah. one, the header. Yes. That post header. Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway. Um, funny old game. Funny old game. Came I think back. I'll take 3 0. I think, I think we're going to win strong. Well, Harry positivity, Kane. Michael. No, I think I'm going to be strong and marching on. Look, to me, this season is all about winning a trophy. With a great team, great manager, you've got to start winning things. And I just think another season of, you know, top four and that's it. They need to start winning yeah. things, mm. and we've got a great opportunity. There is, there is a feeling, isn't there, amongst you know <clears throat> the the real diehard Spurs fans, mm. of which we would count ourselves amongst mm-hmm. that group, that we've got to start winning a trophy. 
or yeah. two. You know, would we forfeit the top four for an FA Cup, for example, a trophy, silverware? I personally would, only because that's my heritage, is, yeah. is, is, mm. is going to endless cup finals and winning, going mm. as a Spurs fan and winning cup finals, and it was important. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure the board and the PLC... Yeah, the board and PLC, but I think most would, fans would go, you know what, uh, another season at Champions League at Wembley or whatever, yeah. you know what, I want to, you know, want to pop. I also think that next year is quite an interesting mm. one because I think that... that we're not going to have a discussion on whether players are going to leave if we don't get Champions League football. I really mm. don't think that because of the new stadium. So anybody that's been there for any length of time is going to think, actually, yeah, I'm going to stay here for the new stadium. So next year is almost a free hit for us. It really mm. doesn't. It's great if we are in Champions League, but it doesn't matter if we're not mm. um, because I don't think it's going to influence the way that players think when they sign new contracts. But I think playing three, hopefully three more games, quarterfinal, semifinal and final is not going to knack us out as the Europa League runners. There's no mm, reason no. why we can't finish. Look, I mean, you look at the fixtures now. Okay, man, we should be finishing second or third this season. Yeah. We should be. Yeah. With, this, with the fixtures we've got left. We'll drop points. We'll drop some silly points away, no doubt. But generally, that's, that's that. And I think, you know, <clears throat> look, the, 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 the last four will be very tough. It could go, could go anyway. One advantage you could do, whether we, not that we played well there, we got probably, you know, better um, experience of playing Wembley at the moment, you know, than uh, an Arsenal have. Which, you know what, the way Arsenal play, let's, let's have <laughs> Arsenal the semis, you know, at Wembley. Why not? Uh, you know, out, out of the four teams, they're actually the, on form, they're the weakest side. Mm. You know, why not? <clears throat> Just play, play them in the final. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? it what happens be. if um, United beat Chelsea? Could happen. Would, would we favour United in a semi-final? Stop Zlatan, you stop them. Well, I remember, when was it we played them in the semi-final a few years back? Was, who was it under in the FA Cup? It was Can't United. Remember. We lost, um, was it 2-0 or something? We played in the sort of early noughties, I'm sure we did under some... Come to me. I've erased yep. that loss yeah, from yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the, uh, this. We've had su- such a bad run of semi finals. Yeah, exactly. Over the last years, after you know, not losing, you know, having a great record. Yeah. In them, so um, yeah, United. I think. Look, you know, the only sort of team that I just think are strong enough, although we've beaten them, really is is Chelsea. But you know, this season, okay, we've got still got to play United and Arsenal. But otherwise, we've got not a bad record against all those teams around no. us. So, you know, he's hoping. He's hoping. Who's hoping? Um, right. Um, so that's that. Millwall on Sunday. Um, that's it. Those are, the, those are the two games covered, I'm afraid, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That, that's your lot. Um, anything you want to plug? You, anything else coming out you want to plug? Um, off the top of my head, no, Mike. I'm, okay. I, well, I actually, I am, I am uh, working at the moment, uh, well, apart from photography work as well. Mm. But I'm working for an organisation which is called Sporting Memories Network. Um, yes, I remember you mentioned And, and um, Paul Hawksby is a patron. Right. And it helps people with isolation, depression, dementia. So mm-hmm. we're setting up groups in London. Right. So if anyone's out there uh, either wants to volunteer or find out more about what Sporting mm-hmm. Memories does, it's really great. I mean, it just, you know, it's a way of getting people together to chat mm. about sport. Um, so just look up Sporting Memories Network and um, either get in touch with me or just get in touch with the, um, through the website. Okay. That's, that's nice. my plan. Sounds really good, that. Yeah. Terrific. Russell, have you got anything coming up? Books, anything you want to plug? I've just narrated a book, which uh-huh. is an audio book, but I didn't write it, so right. that doesn't count. 
And uh, um, long time, long time to write those books, aren't I, they? <coughs> yeah, could take hours. Out of interest, how long does a does it, does it take to, to do I a, a, an audio book? Uh, I could tell you. The company said, "We'll send you the PDF." It was two hundred and thirty-five pages. I started about the second of January, and I finished on the sixteenth of February. Wow! Around about an hour to an hour and a half a day. Are you one of those very slow readers who forgets what you read and had to put? No, there was read it again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, yeah. it's actually a book by Napoleon Hill that you may be familiar with, Think and Grow Rich, a sort of right. self-help book. Okay. And they said, would you read this? And I said, okay, then. So uh, I'd quite like to do some more. But I'm, I've got a couple of books in the pipeline, but nothing about sports, oh, sadly. Fair enough. One of my clients, um, Guy Pratt, did an audio version of his own book. Yes. It's on Audible. That's it. And uh, it's called My Basin on Animals. And it's the whole thing is like seven and a half hours long. Oh, it is. It's, it's unbelievable. It I was only asking because there's somebody that's been interested in doing, in doing an audio version okay. of The Ghost of White Hart Lane. Yeah. And I've never got round to it. And we keep yeah. getting to a point where we have discussions about it. Mm. So maybe I should get somebody to do it at some point. Why don't you do it? Yeah, I, I, think, you I, do I think I will. It. I mean, you can, you can buy uh, a really good quality microphone that you can just plug in with a USB. It's got a compressor in it. Mm -hmm. mm. And uh, you just set it up with a cushion and an egg box behind it. Hey, technology <laughs> is great. Put it on with what we're doing here. And just record it in segments on mm. a free bit of recording software and send it off to them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you should really do it. I think you'd really enjoy it because it's a great book. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah. No, no, it's becoming some sort of audio tech podcast. <laughs> yes. Awfully sorry about yes, that. Next but, week we'll um, be uh, road are. testing the new <laughs> audio software. There we are. It's yeah. entirely another. Are show. you hopeful, by the way, before you wrap up? Are you hopeful for the summer and what we're going to do in the transfer window? Well, again, Rob was saying he doesn't think anybody are going to leave. I think a couple of players might be tempted to talk to somebody. You know, well, the big look, clubs coming in. Never say people. never with our big players, and I think there's who do been, we need? Well, there's been talk of Pochettino already discussing summer signings with Levy. Well, I think we still need a wide player. I think Sahar is a player that I like, that I'd go for. Really? Wilfred Sahar. <laughs> yeah, about, I like him. What about, I just think, I think what about Damari Gray from I Leicester? Another, like, I think he's terrific. That, that looks good. I think someone, someone quick and wide, I think will really, really help us whipping those balls in for Kane quicker than we do now. Locksmith, and I think another player... A, a, a substitute to, to Ericsson, who yes. again is free kicks and corners. I, I, I can't get over that first man. It's just. I think that's I think why I, I look at. I, I've been on on Ericsson, on about Ericsson for a long mm. time, and I think uh, the, the, the Danish manager a couple of seasons ago was right, saying he hasn't progressed how he should have progressed. Mm. I think if we're if we're being brutal, which is really hard for Spurs fans to do, because we 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 work with our hearts and not our heads. But I think actually we should we we need to start looking, and hopefully Pochettino does that because he's he's shown he's a head not a heart mm. man. At where the weakest points are, Ericsson's supposed to be the playmaker, the guy that takes the free kicks, the corners, does the incisive bit, and yes, he does that. But I'm not sure he does it to. Mm. I'm not sure he does it to top top level. Correct. Mm. I totally agree with you. Um, and it's uh, it's an easy thing to say, but actually, I thought it was quite a good illustration last night. Match of the day was saying the runs that Ericsson and Ali were making, and I sat there and thought, yeah, actually, he does a lot of stuff, mm. but is that the stuff that we need? I'm not sure we. It, it, it is, you know. Uh, I remember when Van der Vaart arrived at Spurs. Mm. It was mm. just fantastic to have this energy and this person yeah. that, that, that was there. I, I think that would be, if I was Pochettino, that would be the the main mm. thing that I was Absolutely. looking at. Absolutely. But again, if you sit down with you know players and agents, 
I assume next season you're going, you're playing all your home games at Wembley Stadium. Wembley, you know, amazing. Yeah. For the Champions League, season after, 61,000 seat stadium. The fans mm. are going to love you. You know, I just think, okay, money we know, wages we know we have a, you know, a sort of a level. We can't pay the £200,000 or whatever, that, plus that Sanchez wants and players like that. That's the problem. So are we going to attract the big marquee signings, you know, ex-Barcelona, ex-Real Madrid players? But isn't, isn't that what the new ground is about? Well, you know, yes. I, I know they say it's gone over budget. They say it's now costing near 800, 000, £800 million. Pounds. Initially, when we did it, it was meant to be 400. Mm. So that's going up. Until they get someone to pay for the naming rights, which they're, they're asking for a big chunk of money yeah, for yeah. that. 400 million. That's what they're asking yeah. for. Wow. Um, then you sort of go, well, you know, this stadium's going to be paid for. But there was, a, there was a good article. I don't know. I can't remember who. Uh, wrote it yeah it was about six weeks ago on, online and it was about the finances of Spurs you must have read it um, mm. and it actually illustrated the fact that it's a different it's a completely different money game now to when Arsenal did theirs alright yeah. we still have to fund it yeah. but yeah. there should there should still be money for because if not why are we bothering moving to another stadium if we're yeah. not actually well, going to go to the money. next level the Sky yeah. money's kicked yeah. in obviously oh. BT now have, have got the uh, mm-hmm. European champion they paid £100 million pounds more well, that's a bit more than that, actually. Is it more than that? I think they've paid 1.18 billion. Wow. And uh, it was 800 and something. Wow. So about 200 million more. You know, that filters down to prize money, presumably. The well, yeah, yeah it does. Um, I, I agree with Rob, though. Mm. That I've always said I think we need a locksmith. And if you look at our major competitors, Eden Hazard for Chelsea, yeah. Silver for Man mm. City, Sanchez for them. Mm. That these are players who see an extraordinary pass in a, in a split second. And I, I, I totally agree with Rob. And it's, it is easy to say that I don't think Christian Eriksen has that ability. Mm. He's got many other great facets, but I think we need to look at that. And mm. I think our squad is a bit thin once you go past the first 11. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, you know, the Europa League has, has, has shown that, really. Yeah. I think that we're in the Champions But surely League. people are going to want to come to Spurs now. It's an exciting project, yeah. isn't it? I, I hate that word, but you know yeah. what I mean. It is. Well, look, gentlemen, thank you so much thank for you. joining us Pleasure. this week. Next week, Theo Delaney is in the hot seat yeah. with Russell Goldsmith and Sean Singleton. Uh, join us then. Thanks for downloading us, streaming us, whatever you do. Come on, you Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.